Hello, I'm Bert Koletsko, Professor of Pediatrics at LMU University of Munich. And it's a great pleasure to share with you today new global guidelines on feeding preterm infants with fortified milk. Obviously, feeding mother's own milk fortified with extra nutrients is the preferred choice for preterm infants. It is associated with faster establishment of full enteral feeding, with protection against infection, parental bonding, and better cognitive outcomes, as well as other benefits. While most of these effects are associated in observational studies, we actually have very strong and conclusive evidence from randomized trials with respect to risk reduction for necrotizing enterocolitis. The next best choice after feeding mother's own milk is using donor human milk from a milk bank with established safety standards. But I will show you later in this presentation that this has not the same benefit as mother's own milk. So here is the result of the Cochrane review on the effect of human milk feeding on necrotizing enterocolitis risk. And you can see that um, the risk of developing neck with formula feeding is almost twice as high as with feeding human milk. The number needed to treat for one neck case prevention is 33. As I said before, donor milk is a second next uh, choice, but it's not uh, the same as mother's own milk. In this study, for example, you can see that while donor milk um, achieves faster feed advancement, the overall uh, weight is um, not as good as in infants with no donor milk. Donor milk led to lower weight gain. And the same is found in this study in 342 very preterm infants, where for each 10% more of donor human milk compared to own mother's milk, there was 2.2 grams less uh, weight gain per kilogram a day. And there was also less had circumference growth. Why is that? Presumably because donor milk on average has a lower nutrient concentration, in particular a lower protein concentration, because it is generally collected at a later time of lactation. There's also this study from Boston that reported uh, that cognitive outcomes are less good in infants at one and two years that were previously fed donor milk as compared to own mother's milk. And again, this may relate to a different nutrient composition of donor milk. So mother's own milk is the preferred choice of feeding. Uh, in order to have mother's own milk in many babies available, we should encourage initiation of milk expression soon after birth. A randomized trial indicated that it doesn't really matter whether it's within the first hour or within the first six hours, but clearly soon after birth, we should start with this. We should encourage frequent milk expressions at least four to seven times a day, which was shown to have a longer duration of milk production and greater milk volumes. We should certainly discourage informal milk sharing because of the associated risks. And it's in order to make this a reality, we need to establish NICU protocols and um, invest in parent ed education on pumping, handling, and cleaning, 
uh, milk storage and handling and transport. Human milk is great, but it doesn't contain enough protein to meet the high protein requirements of preterm infants, up to 4.5 grams per kilogram a day in the infants with the lowest body weight. So if we want to meet um, such amounts of protein intake, we need to um, add protein with fortifiers. You see here the rapid decrease of protein content in human milk from the first week of lactation uh, onwards with increasing duration of lactation in green and on mother's milk and much uh, further below is the protein content in donor milk. This is much lower than what we need to achieve for the very preterm baby. And we need to close the gap. What's more, there is quite a variation between mothers, between milk um, samples. So one and the same approach may not be leading to the best outcome. Protein fortification of human milk works, as Cochrane Review showed in six randomized controlled trials, and improved weight gain, length gain, and head circumference gain without um, adverse effects, in particular without any increase of neck risk. Why do we fortify and for whom? Why? We want to avoid postnatal growth faltering, avoid deficits in minerals and micronutrients, support linear growth and bone mineralization, and improve neural cognition. And the infants that particularly need fortified human milk are the very preterm infants below 32 weeks, infants below 1800 grams body weight, and of course, infants requiring fluid restriction and therefore a concentrated diet. The targeted outcomes, of course, are meeting nutrient needs, approaching growth uh, similar to fetal growth, and reducing growth faltering and the associated adverse effects. Special challenges that we want to avoid is a low weight gain, which leads to a higher risk of later metabolic disorders and non-communicable diseases, a slow head growth, which is associated with delayed motor and cognitive development, and postnatal growth faltering. We have a variety of products available to fortify or to supplement human milk. We have multi-component fortifiers, in other words, fortifiers that not only provide protein, but also other uh, important nutrients, for example, phosphorus and others, derived either from cow's milk or from human milk. We also have single nutrient supplements providing only protein, fat, carbohydrates. These are not used for standard fortification, but for individual targeted fortification of infants with special needs. Generally, we prefer to use multi-component fortifiers. And finally, we have formulas for preterm infants, which we can use to supplement human milk if there is only a limited amount of human milk available. And here we have a choice between preterm formula with higher protein and nutrient density or post-discharge formula, slightly lower density for the larger infants at a later point in time. In terms of the type of fortifiers, we have powder fortifier, power, powdered fortifiers. We typically add 0.8 to 1 grams of protein per 100 mils, or liquid fortifiers, which uh, tend to add slightly higher amounts of proteins. There's a discussion whether liquid fortifiers 
would could potentially have more untoward effects on diluting beneficial components of urine milk, but this discussion is not is not really coming to conclusive um, um, to to firm conclusions at the moment. We have fortifiers that use hydrolyzed protein. The potential benefits are still under discussion. And many uh, human milk fortifiers also add energy from carbohydrates and fats to increase energy content to up to 80 kilocalories per 100 milliliters. When and how should we start fortification? There is no uh, full consensus about best time to start fortification. There um, is the general recommendation to add full strength fortification when the infant reached 50 to 100 milliliters per kilogram a day of enteral feedings. We should not wait and delay after that because there's no benefit from delayed start, but a risk of slower growth. Full strength, there's no demonstrated advantage of starting with diluted fortification with less than full strength fortification. And we have a lot of data to show that this is safe. Introducing early fortification with endophytes is not associated with feeding intolerance nor with increased neck risk. The benefits of starting early, of course, are improved postnatal growth. Fortification is considered early when started at enteral feeding between 20 and 60 mils per kilogram a day. Starting before 60 mils per kilogram a day may be beneficial, particularly for infants with a low weight between 500 and 1250 grams birth weight and were associated with improved body weight and head circumference gain. Again, no increase in complications such as feeding intolerance and neck. And a Cochrane meta-analysis on fortification at 20 or 40 mils compared to 100 mils uh, found no uh, conclusive evidence to support or refute early human milk fortification. There have been fortifiers um, made available based on human milk and human milk protein. Uh, a Cochrane meta-analysis concluded there is no demonstrated benefit for using human milk over cow's milk-based fortifiers in preterm infants. There's a low certainty evidence from one study in human milk-fed preterm infants that in fact there's no change in risk of neck mortality, feeding intolerance, infection, or growth. Uh, but I guess more data are needed. We have um, not a large number of quality studies here. Which fortification studies, fortification strategies should we follow? We have the option of a standardized fortification. In other words, every infant gets the same. We have one standard dose added to a certain amount of human milk. This was shown to improve postnatal growth and bone mineralization, but it does not achieve adequate growth in all very preterm infants. The alternatives are adjusted when in targeted fortification. Adjusted fortification um, basically adjusts the dose of the fortifier and the protein intake to weight gain and or metabolic markers such as blood, urea, and nitrogen. And studies reported higher weighted head circumference gains if we use this approach compared to standardized fortification. And the targeted fortification adjusts the dose to measured composition of human milk. 
which is now possible in the unit. It's safe and has an apparent benefit also over standardized fortification. Let me show you a couple of examples. This is a study using targeted fortification based on human, human milk analysis. If you look at the right panels, you see that the standard fortification, you have a very large variation of intakes achieved because the human milk content of protein is so variable. With a targeted fortification, you not only achieve a higher overall intake, but you also reduce this variation and you avoid the very low intakes that you achieve with standard fortification in some infants. Justice fortification here is a study that basically had a standard process to go up or down with the dose of the human milk fortifier depending on categories of blood urine nitrogen. And you can see that with this uh, adjusted fortification, the supply of protein improved, went markedly up, and along with that also the growth, both weight gain and health circumference gain was improved. So in conclusion, we should always fortify human milk for very preterms or preterms below 1800 grams. It is reasonable to start full strength fortification at 50 to 100 milliliters of enteral feeding. Bovine protein multi-component fortifiers can be recommended as a standard approach because we have at this time no evidence for a greater benefit of the human milk-based fortifiers, which by the way are far more expensive. We aim at protein intakes of at least three grams per kilogram a day in the small preterm infants, and we recommend targeted or adjust fortification because it has a better benefit than standard fortification. Should we consider continuing fortification after discharge? Well, it's probably a good idea in human milk fed very preterm infants with growth restriction as discharge or poor growth after discharge, and those that have high uh, requirements because of continuing medical problems, particularly uh, chronic lung disease. Um, we can, in practice, do this by mixing expressed human milk with fortifier and feed part of the uh, milk as expressed milk and uh, some unfortified milk, for example, by direct breastfeeding um, in half and half uh, proportions, for example. Alternatives are finger feeding of dissolved fortifier along with breastfeeding or alternating breastfeeding with a preterm formula. We need to monitor growth in these babies with an appropriate growth chart, and we should probably continue this in infants at risk up to 40 to 52 weeks post-conception age, depending on the individual growth. So let me summarize with my key messages. Human milk with added fortifier is a preferred feeding mode for preterm infants. With that, a greater proportion of infants achieve adequate growth. Delayed start of fortification increases the risk of growth faltering and therefore should be avoided. If we want this to happen, we should establish a written unit policy for promoting and supporting human milk feeding and educating parents, and for implementing human milk fortification for preterm infants. We strongly recommend to use preferentially targeted 
an adjusted fortification over standard dosage. And we think that continued fortification after hospital discharge may be beneficial, particularly for those infants that show gross faltering. With respect to our research needs, we really would like to see more data on effects on outcomes. We know that uh, multi-component humoral fortification improves growth, but we would like to see whether it also has benefits on later neurodevelopment. We need better evidence on the optimal timing of introducing the fortifier. We would like to see well-designed and adequately powered control trials that compare different fortifiers, particularly those with, which are based on bovine and human milk. And we need to evaluate further the use of fortification with breastfeeding post-discharge. With this, I thank you very much indeed for your kind attention.